Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. This is Jeff Lindsay. This is Michael Pitt. Hey everybody, it's John Dudley from Knock On TV. Hey guys, this is Jared Scheffler from Whitetail Adrenaline. Hi, I'm Taylor Drury from Drury Outdoors. Hey, this is Nick Mutt from Bow Collector. Hey, this is Melissa Buckman. Working Class Bow Hunter. Working Class Bow Hunter. Working Class Bow Hunter Podcast. Working Class Bow Hunter Podcast. Working Class Bow Hunter. Working Class Bow Hunter. Working Class Bow Hunter. You're listening to the Working Class Bow Hunter. That's right. This is a podcast for Billy Joe Lunch Bucket, the working man, just like me and you. My name's Travis T. Bone Turner from the Bone Collector. Thank you for tuning in. It's really, really not that good. Oh, it's that wonderful time once again. It's the Working Class Bowhunter Podcast. We are right here at 1600 Buckslayer Place, right in the beautiful Buckatorium <laughs> in lovely Sherrard, Illinois. Zip code uh, to be determined. Actually, it's all on Google. My name's Steve. Uh, I'm with Kurt and our good buddy, Brian Johnson. What's up? What's up, fellas? Kurt? Oh, not a whole lot. Just... Doing computer things over here while Steve's doing the intro to the podcast. Yeah, my, my bad. I looked. I looked over and you were looking at that. Uh, so well, we got that all straightened out. That's you, good. You know, we don't have a guy that runs the podcast while we just get to talk. It's not all fun and games here on the podcast. But, no, it's uh, not. You actually, you have like triple duty. You have to podcast, keep you in line, keep me in line, and run the computer. It's nuts. It is what it is. Brian, welcome back. Thanks for having me. Last episode you were on was the <laughs> Bill Busbis rant episode. <laughs> and uh, after we recorded that, we're like, yeah, I don't know how that went, but people liked it so far. Got a lot of good messages and pretty funny messages, actually. <laughs> and, <laughs> well, yeah, good times. Uh, this podcast is brought to you by Elite Archery. Got a love Elite. I'm shooting the Tempo. I'm shooting the Option 6. Eric's got the Option 7. Great bows. Check them out, EliteArchery.com. Uh, HHA Sports. 
single pin nation, if you will. Uh, one of the leaders in single pin sites, lifetime warranty. They support our veterans. Check it out from the Virtus Rest to the Kingpin to anything you want. Check yeah, it out. It is 3D season. I promise you, if you start shooting a single pin, you're going to love it. That's right. It is. It clears up your sight picture. I like it for hunting. Some people don't like it for hunting. Try it out. See what you like. They have multi-pin now, multi-pin housings. You can switch out on your pre-existing setup or buy both, and then you're covered. And you got a lifetime warranty. You only got to buy one site for the rest of your life. Ever. Perfect. Scent Crusher. Eliminating scent. They've got some new stuff out. We're not going to talk about that yet. Not yet. Go to ScentCrusher.com. The ozone go, the gear bag, the closet, all the goods. They got it all. You stink like Steve. Now you don't. Scent Crusher. <laughs> <laughs> Smith's Gotta Custom look. Meats and Deer Processing. The Maybe the best family on the planet. Scott Smith. I don't know why he sponsors our show. I don't know why. He's gonna. He's inviting us over to his house. I don't know why he does that either. Yeah, neither do I. He's got a brand new pool we got to break in. Ooh. It's a bath for you, son. I know. I, I, I keep asking him every time. I'm like, well, I don't know if I have any T-shirts that I can swim in. He's, I can't wait to go to Scott's and watch <laughs> Steve eat Smith's Custom Meats and Deer Processing, just venison, cheese, and jalapeno sausage in the pool, just making a mess of yourself. Oh, yeah, getting the getting the top layer greasy. Oh, yeah, got to love it. <laughs> now, they, uh, they are a great facility there. If you're northwestern Illinois, eastern Iowa, check out Smith's, Viola, Illinois. Uh, they put out a great product. It's the cleanest deer processing place you'll ever go to. Um, you can sample some of the stuff before you get it made. The meatloaf, jerky, everything you can think of, it, it's all good. Uh, so check out Smith's Custom Meats and Deer Processing. So we got to thank all our sponsors for that for sure. Um, Steve, you got a vet shout-out? I do. It comes uh, comes way of uh, Justin Curtis Melton. Uh, just got out of the Army. Uh, he served six years, did his business, got on out of there, He's joining the civilian life. Thank you for your service to this country. Thank you for listening. Uh, you know, um, we love everything that you do. So, well, I don't know everything you do, so I can't say that, Justin. But uh, I appreciate the service that you <laughs> Thanks, that man. you gave to this country. I, I don't know. For maybe sure. maybe you dry potatoes for a living. I don't know. Thanks for listening, doing what you do. Uh, thank you all of you for listening to the podcast. Yeah. Um, if you would like to get some podcast gear. Uh, workingclassbowhunter.com that we got the store on there the new go shoot your bow shirts are selling really well actually they're really cool got everything from five spot target to turkey elk whitetail hunting 3d archery it's all in one shirt what else could you want i mean i don't know unless you're a communist you wouldn't buy it i mean i don't know i mean whatever it's cool (laughs) (laughs) tell us how you really feel don't hold back (laughs) but uh yeah check that out it's really cool um we're working on some new goodies before hunting season uh-huh. Um, it's coming quick. You got your cameras out, Steve? Because I don't. Negative. I do. Brian does. One of us does. So I was, oh boy, yeah, I was busy last uh, last weekend. But this weekend, I'm hoping to to be able to get out and kind of check out how things were. Um, I know I need to go hang some stands. Well, I have an excuse, man. I've weeks. been like traveling for work. I got married. I was in Mexico on a honeymoon. Like I have things going on in my life, and uh, so, <laughs> but I I plan on hanging. A lot of stands. By the time this episode has been released, yeah. I have lots of stands up and cameras up, you know, predicting the future. But hopefully you do too, Steve. Yeah, by the time this comes out, I sure did. 
<laughs> we, we could have just said, oh, yeah, man, got a lot out. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, I feel bad lying to everybody, so we're not going to lie to you. Got a lot of bucks named on my hit list, and, uh, you know. A couple hit listers came by, you know, two days ago. It was kind of weird, you know. <laughs> got old Fuzzy out there, you know, or some name. I don't know. What do you guys think about question to the listeners? Do you name your deer? Is it stupid? Is it weird? I think it's that? I think it's nice to name deer so you can track them. Track them, but like year uh, after year. Yeah, like but don't right. give them like stupid names. <laughs> <laughs> you know, don't don't name it deer like <laughs> Brian or Billy. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like dumb names like that, stupid. For sure. What, what would you name it like if you that big buck that you got on cam last year? I won't I won't scope out like about how big it was like 170 or anything like that, but what 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 have you named that deer, or did you just call it that the big ass ten pointer? No, I call him Holy Shit. Oh, I like that. <laughs> holy Shit, that's actually yeah, I'm into that. Well, I mean, you know, when you get a, a property and you hardly see any deer, and you see that big monster come through, he he earned that name. I'm into it. Yeah, I said the same thing. And I just don't really feel like naming all my does. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's tough to name does, man. You got to pick out like bald spots and <laughs> weird stuff. Uh-huh. I, I do got oh, that yeah. three-legged doe. I wonder what her name's going to be. Lucky. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I filmed a three-legged buck back in the day, but uh, I think we need to get re- moving on with the, the real content of this podcast episode. Yes, we do. Uh, fantastic episode uh, today. We sure kinda, hope. Kind of different. It's a different one for us. It's a different type of podcast. Um, this one is more around... Uh, fishing, but it, it's not, though, at the same time. We're going to talk about a lot. Uh, the boys from NODR, seeing them everywhere lately. Uh, Droppy just, Killa and Westbred Diamond. They're on Tosh Point Hell. Yeah. Um, they're all over Carbon TV. Carbon they were TV. rocking Carbon TV hats on Tosh Point Hell. That yeah, was awesome. That was, was cool. cool. Um, YouTube, they're all over YouTube. Started on YouTube, but uh, we'll talk to these guys. It's a, a different kind of interview. Hopefully, we can cover a lot of ground. There might be some people going, why are they interviewing these guys? It's kind of different for, for them, but that's kind of the point. We're, yeah. uh, we want to interview them because it's different and uh, see what they're all about. Let's get right into it. Yeah. Brian, you got any last words? I'm excited. boy. <laughs> all right, guys. Hope you enjoyed the episode. We'd love you. All right. So on the phone with us uh, from all the way from the West Coast, uh, both sides, uh, what, L.A. and uh, Portland, we've got Westbred Diamond and Crappie Killer. What's going on, fellas? What the motherfucking business? What's up? What up? <laughs> That's the first time anyone's ever said that, like, just as an intro. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have everybody in America saying that. They're gonna, yeah, ain't nobody going to say what's up no more. They're going to just be like, what the motherfucking business? <laughs> if you could get Trump to say that shit, you own. I'm going to put that shit on a T-shirt. <laughs> yeah, Trump going to say whatever he wants. He's going to say whatever he wants, and so he might just say it. Can you imagine the first state of the union? That's how he just ends up. And everyone's like, oh, okay, okay, yeah. This president's for the people. Yeah, yeah he really is. <laughs> That's how you say hi every time he gets at the podium. Just like, what the motherfucking business, America? I might start liking him. I might start liking him if he say that shit. Oh, <laughs> how is he going to meet, like, foreign leaders and say that, man? I <laughs> what is a translator going to do? How, you, how would you say that in another language? Because you would have to have the, the guy there to translate for you. So you would say it to him, and you could just imagine how that would interact, how that would go like. <laughs> I could just imagine him looking at the interpreter, looking at the interpreter like he did not say that. <laughs> well, we're starting off this I podcast. I can imagine the interpreter saying it. 
<laughs> so. nah, but honestly, but but being but being real though, like I'm gonna be honest with you. Because uh, you know, it's like it's I mean, we we joke, we clown, we do all of that, but we serious when it comes to the fishing and the hunting and the outdoors. Mm-hmm. And oh yeah, definitely. With crappie, with crappie, which was he he can do everything. You know, you know, I messed up at an early age, and you know, like with me, I wanted to be a testimony, and that's another thing. Like with the young, like with you, that are out here that are kind of out here misguided, and you know, like they have these older people that haven't been taught themselves, also. So you know, it's like uneducated people educate. And right. with with this is, I mean, I know we clown and we joke and everything else, but because of me messing up at a young age, the only thing I can is a phone. And he's a cold mother. Hey, look, he's a cold <laughs> motherfucker with a bow. I bullshit you not in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, what I want, what I want to do crossbow, is crossbow. It's a different crossbow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So what I want yeah, to do that's is, a dark though. Kind of. Yeah, it's a bolt. Yeah. What I want to do, like, talk about wh- how you guys started. Like, how did you first, where, why did you start, decide to film your, your fishing? Uh, was yeah, we had always oh, talked man. about doing a fishing show. Well, bro, you start off with that, and then I go in. You, you can start off with the foundation of it, and I'll go in. Well, we said, we always talked about doing a fishing show, but it was just, you know how motherfuckers get out there on the water and just be talking and ain't doing shit? It was just time passing and talking and talking, me and my other brother, and Westbread pops up and he got this music career that's just on on. I'm talking about the music is on fire and we just went crazy on filming videos and shit for him and he wanted to see some eagles and shit we took him out on the water and <laughs> didn't see no eagles but he had a camera in his hand and said let's go. <laughs> yeah it was yeah, yeah it was like basically like okay my you know with my brothers we were separated we have the same father we have the same father but we don't have the same mother. So his mother decided to move from Santa Monica when I was staying in Venice. I grew up in Venice. He grew up in uh, Santa Monica, California. Mm-hmm. And his mother decided at that time it was like the crazy drug problem. Like, like you know, that it was like gang violence was at the all. I mean, it was just like crazy at that time. Mm-hmm. One of our younger friends, one of our young friends, uh, Jimmy, who actually, uh, who, who him and his brother is the ones that actually really truly introduced the, the passion of fishing to us. Mm-hmm. He ended up getting killed. He ended up getting killed, and that was like his mother's last straw. Like, you know what? I don't want you to go back down there. Oregon is a better place. We stay up here, but you know he was my big brother, so he was separated from. Me. He he continued to fish, and my 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 area was like, you know, I, I messed up earlier on, like, and I was like I said, when my big brother was taken away from me, my father was on drugs. He ended up getting getting uh, caught up in the drugs, so we went from uh, being a middle class family to not having anything, being like in extreme poverty down here. And he was up there upset about it because he couldn't help out or anything because we always had, you know, he was always our big brother that took care of everything. Mm-hmm. And it was like, like I said, we went on two whole different paths. Mine was, even after I messed up and came home, I got my life together. Uh, Pete Carroll actually helped me get my life together. I worked uh, with the, uh, the guy, that, uh, not the guy, but the head coach of the Seattle uh, uh Seattle Seahawks, he was coaching UFC at the time. And I got into, into intervention work because I wanted to help people that were like me, that were misguided. Now that I have educated myself, I turned my life around. Mm-hmm. And my brother was like, man, you need to just come to Oregon. Like, come to Oregon, man. You need to get out of this environment. Pete was teaching me, like, to broaden my horizon, you know, to start opening up some things. So I went up to Oregon. 
Mm-hmm. Me and my brother went out there. The first thing he wanted to do was go fishing. I'm like, what the hell? Like, fishing? <laughs> <laughs> fishing? Yeah, that, that ain't what we club. do. <laughs> yeah, like, it's strip club. It's, man, it's like the stripping capital of the world from what I hear. Like, it's a strip club on every corner. I want to go see some titties. If I want to see some fish, that shit should be on my plate. I'm like, fuck some fish. You feel me? Like, I don't get what the fuck. I'm like, and every time I go fishing, I ain't catching shit but the wind. So, so I'm like, I'm just, we getting fishes. So he, he, he like, let's go fishing. I'm like, all right, fuck it. You feel me? I'm like, let's just go. Fishing and we for get bitches. out there. It, yeah, yeah. I mean, we not do that anyway. I mean, that's a different thing, you know. <laughs> I was but, waiting for one of you guys to say it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know. I mean, hey, that's 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 normal. That's normal. You know, we out here. I'm, I'm single. I'm single until somebody uh, figure me out. I ain't figured myself out all the way. Yet, so I don't know how that's gonna happen. I'm married but, to my kids, so shit. That, that ain't no single in there. No, nah, but honestly, he took me out on the river, and it was just like being on the block. It was like as soon as we came, it was like. I think even the crickets stopped. Everybody just stopped. Everything stopped. <laughs> and was looking at us as we was putting the boat into the water. And I'm like, damn, why are everybody looking like that? And he was like, watch the game, Ward. He's going to come over here, too. So as we did, the first time, my first experience going fishing with him, We I think we tried to go to where, bro, in Washington. And he was like, nah, uh, you guys can't do it. You got to go back to Oregon and fish. <laughs> <laughs> and Jesus. They, he learned the laws real fast. He learned that there was actually... Fish police too, right? You know? Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's a lot of people that Not don't really. realize that's a thing either. You know, they'll write you tickets all day if you if you don't have a license. Oh, you get a DUI something. on a boat in a heartbeat, man. Oh uh, hell yeah, they hide Not even and every damn thing else. Not even not even a DUI. Like with us, we don't even drink. Like most, like a lot of the fishermen we see out there, you know, we see we see people with beers and everything like that. We don't drink on the boat ever. Oh, I don't we'll never just on the boat really drinking, and if we do, it's just like okay because of the people that are right there, and we may have a couple of sips, but we don't play with that water. Even though we can swim, it's just we know that's a dangerous thing. It's like with the you know we smoke, but we we both are licensed, and in the areas where we live, it's legal for us to smoke you know marijuana. But right, it's like it's a medicine. It's medicine. The devil's the lettuce. Like. Yeah, we, we call it the devil's lettuce here on the show. <laughs> the devil's lettuce. Jeez. It, with, all of the relief that it, with all the relief that it provides, it's the devil's lettuce. No, we're wow, kidding. What, we're kidding. I wonder what prescription. No, but I'm like, I wonder what prescription drugs are. Because, hey, well, look, hold on. I'm going to do a commercial for you real quick. It may cause liver damage. It may cause liver damage. It may cause multiple sclerosis. It may cause you to die. It may cause heart attacks. It may cause all these types of failures. And it's like, what is weed going to do? Or have you high in the motherfucker? Relaxing. Relaxing. No. Relaxing. That's the rest of the kids. I'm guessing what I'm, I'm guessing what what I'll have you doing is being in the strip club capital of the world and out on a boat fishing. I'm guessing. Yeah, it does. It does. But but I'm, I mean, you, know, you no. go see these strip clubs, you get tired of them. It's on every. It's like corner stores out here. You see them, and, and, and you know you get tired of the damn strip clubs. You go to the water, ain't no telling what you gonna catch. You nope. know? We we uh, were just kidding about the devil's beer. lettuce thing, man. We're we're uh, we're woke. No, I was, if you I was say. joking. Yeah, no I, was, I was joking. I was joking. I was joking also. But 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 being honest, it's like I came out there with these guys, man. And I ain't gonna lie. I didn't expect to have fun. I didn't expect us to catch a fish. I thought we were just gonna be sitting there talking shit all day, and my phone wasn't working, so I was pissed off. Like I'm like, man, our reception out here ain't working and shit. I'm thinking this shit ain't gonna be fun. But I got out there, and we didn't do anything but catch fish. 
And right. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, hold on. We ain't even got the fish finders and we don't even got shit on the boat where it's like, okay, they go to fish and shit like I see on TV. And they like, man, I don't need that shit. We've been fishing for 30 years. Like, you know what I'm saying? We know where the fish are. We know what we're fishing for. We know what lures we're using. We know what type of bait we're using. We know what time of year that the fish is here, what time they're not here. And I'm sitting here like, well, where the fuck the fish go? <laughs> well, I'm like, at, at, one, at certain times of the year, the motherfucker just stopped eating? Like, but he learns a whole lot about the process of life underwater. But in the learning process, the learning process of that is what forms NOVR. It was like, I didn't realize it was that fun in the outdoors. I didn't really right. know that nature was something that was that beautiful. I mean, I've seen it on TV, and it's like, oh, look at the bird. Look at the waterfall. Look at the river. But when you're there and you're actually seeing it, especially coming from where I'm coming from, like, and not seeing it, and all I'm seeing is, like, gang violence, all of this. I mean, it's just, like, it's bad. So it's like, right. and then you coming out here, and it's like the, the, the contrast is so different. It's like black and white. I mean, it was right. people, I had fun, and it was like, like I told my brother, I was like, man, I need to show this to somebody. He was like, well, we always thought about doing a fishing show, and I was like, okay, let's try it. You know what I'm saying? I got a background in editing. I had, you know, I've, I've done everything to try to tap into the uh, into the entertainment industry. So I went from being a PA to, uh, you know what I'm saying, doing art directing to, mm -hmm. I mean, in every set that I was on, I... I ask questions about how you do this and how you do that to the point to where now it's like I'm doing my own movies. Like right. Baby Gangster, the movie I wrote it. I'm a co-director of it. I was the location scout, the casting director. I mean, I got a cool cast also. I have, uh, but we'll get into that. We'll get into that. But the, the story with, 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 with this right here with NODR, it was like I was fascinated by something that was, to me, it was brand new to me. And it was their knowledge of it was something that I felt like needed to be shared. Right. Like if people seeing how much fun it is in the outdoor world, and not only that, like I wouldn't have known if I go out here and I go fishing and go grab a fishing pole that I had to even buy a license. I thought it was free because the fish was in the water. Right. I didn't yeah. know that I had to have a license. I didn't know I had to have a license. They, there's no, there's no nowhere in my neighborhood where I could find it posted up somewhere. Like, hey, if you go fishing at this pond or over here without a license, it's illegal. I just thought it was just like, hey. It's a fish there. You can fish. It's free country. Get you something to eat. Right. But a lot of there are a lot of people that are misinformed, and my brother's knowledge of it was just like, I mean, he knew everything. Like, okay, well, how do you catch a salmon? Okay, well, you use this. Well, how to catch a walleye? Well, you use this. How to catch a catfish? Well, you use this. Okay, well, if I go get the salmon, can I do that with just a regular license? No, you have to go get your tag. And I'm like, damn, I didn't know with so many rules to it. And it was like, <laughs> after us no, I'm serious. It's, it's funny, and that's what we had to look at it, but it's actually serious. You can go to jail for taking one of these fish. Mm -hmm. You can you go, go to jail, jail for cooking them foul. <laughs> yeah, so it's like these are things that a lot of people didn't know and don't know. So sometimes uh, experienced fishermen will come out there and they'll see them, and it's like, hey, look at this guy, and he's a poacher. He doesn't know that he's poaching, man. Right. He really does not know that he's doing it. He doesn't know the legal keeping size. He don't know that this fish is protected. He just knows that I put this fish up out this water. I'm excited. I don't, you know, I'm taking it home and I'm eating this shit. And it's like, it's, and, and it, it caused the rift because there is no knowledge. There is no gaps. In, there's nobody that's filling the gap in between. Like, hey, he really don't have knowledge of it. And maybe we need to establish a program so he can have knowledge of what he's doing. For sure. And, 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 I've, I've and, seen and, you guys. And, and vice versa. 
Oh, yeah, I was saying, I've seen you guys, you know, um, couple of months back, you know, there was a, there was a string where you guys were on your Instagram. Cause I followed you guys for, for quite a while. And, you know, it was like you're, you're meeting with, you know, a bunch of the, the DNR officers and the conservation officers. And, you know, it was, uh, what I thought you guys were doing a really good job of, you know, I, I remember the first time I saw the show and, you know, I was like, man, this is great. And you guys evolved it into like, look, like you were saying, look, we got to teach everybody what's out there, you know, because you guys learned it. And I, I thought that was a really cool thing, you know, working with um, a lot of the local organizations and bigger organizations of like, you know, how to bring these fish species back. Like you guys care about fishing a lot. And that's awesome. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> you out there putting time on the water. You out there putting time on the water, man, and learning different things. Just like you said, I was one of those guys that didn't know. I was one of those guys that had the game warden walk up on me and write me a ticket because I had too many trout, you know. Uh, but I learned as the years went on, learn, learn, learn. And how I learned was just by kept going out there and then asking questions, asking questions, asking questions. And just like you said, I mean, we, we're here to teach. We're here to teach. And we continue to teach these kids and, and the adults. It's, it's just going to keep going from generation to generation. And we're trying to change the game, trying to change the game. We sat back and watched fishing shows forever. Awesome. And I have nothing against, nothing against none of them, but it's just, it's too scripted. It's too watered down. It's too infomercial, you know? Yep. And what we're doing is, it's real. It's not scripted. You know, we just turn the cameras on and go. Now that we work carbon TV, uh, we got a, a bigger outlet and they put everything At out. CarbonTV.com. CarbonTV.com. Yeah. And, uh, you can go, you can go there 24 hours a day. And, and see everything that we got going on. I mean, they pop stuff out all the time. Little nibblets and new episodes. We got a lot of stuff coming soon. A lot. We just, and it's all, and it's all under the guise, of, it's all under the guise of what you're saying. Like, even with the Get Hooked event, we had an event where first time fishers, like, I mean, little kids. I mean, I don't know if you guys are, if you guys seen that, uh, that episode, but we had kids out there that were first time fish, first, first time fishermen. I mean, even grown, I mean, adults. Some, that caught their first fish where we organized an event with the ODFW and you know we, we brought everybody together and we had over 350 people I mean a, a, a diverse you know what I'm saying a, a wide diversity come out and come fishing with us and it was like I mean to see the smiles on those kids faces to see them touch their fish for the first time I mean I was a grown man really touching these big fish for the first time and I was doing the same thing these kids was doing but I, I seen the excitement in there you could see the excitement in their faces and that's what that's what this is about. It's about creating. It's about showing showing people that you can create something. I mean, even though our name is a little, you know, it's a little edgy. But if, I mean, if we came in just under the same way that every that the industry, you know, has been for forever, it wouldn't have, it, it, it wouldn't have got the attention that it. Yeah, you're exactly and right. It's waking, that's something it's waking I everybody talk about. up. With, with you guys, oh, yeah, and name, taking the sting off of it. With your guys' name, you know, obviously. We can't say it. Yeah, go ahead and say it, Kurt. <laughs> but, I want to hear but, it. <laughs> but the thing is, with it, is it's different. And a couple questions. No, but there I is have. a way. There is there is a way that you can say it. I want you guys to start getting familiar with that. Yeah, also. go ahead. Noder. Go ahead. Noder. Noder. N o d r. N o d r. Noder. 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 We abbreviated it again. That's the politically correct way to, you know, just like saying NWA. You know, NWA was the same thing. It was like right. the name of that group was shocking. 
and they were really they were really portraying what was going on in their in the communities at that time. Now they're all the way in, in, in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame right now yeah. for that reason. I mean, okay, yeah, it was a shock value. You do know the name, you create something to talk about, but at the right. same time, it's like we're bringing reality. <clears throat> we're going out there fishing. I know I'm pretty sure when those cameras cut off with a lot of these fishermen and a lot of hunters and stuff. I mean, of course, if, if, if this is the mode and this is the standard and these are the bylaws that things were created. Right. It's it's gonna take something that it's gonna take something new and innovative that's gonna break that mold where people can have the freedom to change again. Well, well do you like, guys? I, I believe NODR could do that. Well, do you guys coming out on the on in the outdoor industry? Like you guys became part of the outdoor industry very fast, and uh, we're gonna talk about hunting here too. But both hunting and fishing—that's all the outdoor industry, um, and, and there's more outlets included in that as well. Um, but a question that we had for you guys is how do you feel the outdoor industry as a whole feels about Noter? Honestly, we've been having beautiful responses. Okay, so say, for instance, out of a 1,000 people that comment, we may have two Internet trolls or, you know, some people, I, I, I can honestly say we had, like, out, and even on the same, it'll be on the same, like, wavelength, like out of about 1,000, 2,000 people, it'll be one person that'll say, hey, you know, uh, something smart or, you know, something negative towards that man. But no one is saying and that's that person that just don't know how to catch fish either. I honestly believe that person that's saying <laughs> they just, they've been fishing all they like. They just don't know how to hook them. That's the problem. <laughs> they've because been putting the too much haterade on that I mean, hook. Yeah. And then you got to look at the response. Just like my brother said, well, you can, you can go from all the way from our beginnings all the way up until, you know, our, our, our merge uh, when we merge with carbon TV, you know what I'm saying? With carbon TV and, uh, you would see the same thing. Like, I mean, we were on a boat with someone who was like 65 years old that I probably would have never met in my life before in ODR. Right. But we're on the boat with him and we're able to interact with people and we have people that are those ages all the way down to 12 years old that are interacting with, with each other that wouldn't have otherwise done this. This is a 65-year-old, you know, Caucasian man that never probably even been around anyone like me. Never probably been around anyone that been to been through what I went through in the sense of okay, I went through the penitentiary. I had a hard upbringing. You know, it's like right, that was right. a two hole. He was a, actually a, the man that we were talking to. He was actually a, a rich man. I think he believe I believe he actually owned uh, Pan Am or something before at one point. It was like it was the same. It was just like being out there with my brother. There was no different. The passion well, and the same passions that we had was there so it's like you know the is just letting everybody and allowing everybody to be no. for sure for sure well that's a cool thing man about this industry and about the sport of hunting and fishing and archery and 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 uh sport shooting it brings people together like no matter what you look like who you are where you're from everyone gets along and it's kind of like a uh, a bonding process like you share hunting camp or uh-oh oh. oh sorry we're good to go um you share a hunting camp with someone that is can be completely opposite of you, and then it's like a deeper bonding. Like hunting camp creates a lot of friendships, man, and, and really deep friendships. And I'm sure fishing camp or spending time with someone on a fishing boat, it's the same exact way. You know, it's it's a bonding process, and you get to know people in, in a deeper way, and it's just a beautiful thing, man. Just hunting and fishing and the outdoors in general. I've been fishing with my brother now uh, on the boat. I've been for a while now. And when we went hunting for the first time together, I mean, we get out there, we, we know each other. I've been knowing him all my life. It's my brother. But when we went hunting for the first time together, uh, out in deer camp in uh, Michigan, I forgot what city it was. 
us in that line together by ourselves. Child boy, it was a brand new. It was a brand new experience. I'm, I mean, a brand brand new experience. This the shit we talked about on the boat wasn't even discussed in the in the blind. I understand how hunting can like bring some people together. Uh, we had nothing but each other, and we had to be quiet. So it was a whole lot of looking at each other. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, it was just like staring. It was like, I mean, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's like a, a chemistry, like a team or something. Like, like you will watch sports all the time, or if you played sports before, it's like an a unspoken thing that you have, like, to where you know the feeling of what this person is feeling next to you because you've been, you're around him so much. Right. Like a chemistry that's built. Like, okay, you know, as soon as his little one movement that just, he just barely nudged, okay, it must be a deer right there just from the way that he just moved. It must be a buck, too. Or whatever it is that you're looking for. It's like, I don't know. It's, I mean, we was quiet. We were whispering. We had fun, but it's just like what you said. It's just you and this person or whatever team it is that you out there with. And sometimes it's just you out there with your thoughts. I mean, just that alone. I mean, some people don't get a chance to sit down and be quiet and have themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. I want to. I want to transition to um, to where you guys are now. I, I want to touch on uh, Carbon TV a little bit. What you guys had. I remember the very first time I, I saw you guys. Somebody shared something on Facebook, and I, I lo- You know, I was like, I saw the title, and I was like, What in the hell is this? I click on it in the intro music. It's the Sanford and Sons. It, 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 Sanford <laughs> Sons, right? Did I get yeah, that right? Yeah. So. I start like I'm like okay this is something different I really enjoy this and I knew something was up when I see like Ted Nugent shared your guys' stuff and he's like this is real deal I'm like that is awesome I hope it goes somewhere and then we happen to see oh, yeah. that the American Elements started coming out you guys are sharing it and I was like on Carbon TV on Carbon TV I'm like are you guys working with Carbon TV and you're at the point now and I I, I just it was cool because I got to witness that transition a little bit from just going from YouTube videos to where you guys are now as as a fan I really enjoyed it talk about what you guys are experiencing right now <laughs> I mean honestly it's, it's honestly overwhelming we did it to try to I mean we expected people to laugh but we knew we were going bro, bro one thing I could say about my brother is like when it comes to, to being serious though like I said when it comes to the fishing and, and the hunting thing, he's serious when it comes to that, and I understood him once he told me the rules and everything, how you get in trouble. You know, you actually playing with lies. I mean, if you don't, if you're not gonna eat the fish, put the fish back. If you're not gonna, right? You know, if you don't, don't. I mean, he was teaching me stuff that I didn't, I wasn't understanding. We knew that we were gonna reach a few people and make them laugh and everything else, but I mean, the response that we're having right now, I mean, it's overwhelming. It's like every, even while we're sitting sitting here talking right now, it's just like beep, 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 beep. Oh yeah, phones no stop. Message after message, message after inbox going crazy. And, and it's awesome, a diverse man. group. It's a diverse group. It's not just. I mean, it's everyone. I mean, from sixty year olds to like I said, like fifteen and twelve year olds. Like, I mean, we even had an experience with one band. We were out there in uh, Michigan. And he came up to me. He brought me in here because it was just like, I mean, just seeing us just do what we're doing, it, right. it just motivates me. And to see that we motivate other people, not just people like us, but people of, of many different walks of life. I know a lot of people who have started their own little fishing YouTube channels. And I know a lot of people that have picked up a fishing pole that have never been fishing before and are just like, I mean, dedicated fishermen now since the show's 
this since the show, show's conception. You know, after us merging with CarbonTV.com, it was like, it was, it, it made it, it, I don't know it, and David, I'm going to be honest, like meeting David. David, the David monster. actually, like, yeah, he made us, he made us, he made us look at things from a, a bigger perspective. We've seen it and we've seen the vision, but he, he made us realize how big this can actually be. Mm-hmm. Right, and, for sure. And, and that's, that, that kind of, that kind of made us, you know, and I mean, even though we did look at it from a professional level, it, it made us realize the potential and, and how, I mean, the longevity of what it is that we can do. It's not something that's going to be short lived. This is something that can last for a lifetime and actually help change, you know, and make the outdoors a little different, a little bit more free and a little bit more diverse than it has. Right, right. Well, I see it going nowhere but up from here. Well, yeah, for sure, man. And, and that's, I'm glad you guys are, uh, it's going the right direction for sure. And what's funny is something to mention last year, my buddy chip city, uh, messaged me. He's like, dude, you have to get these guys on your podcast. I was like a year ago. Mm-hmm. And I thought he was messaging you guys. I don't know if you remember chip or not. If you guys still talk to him or anything. Oh, chip. Yeah. Yeah. Chip's Chip's yeah. He, he rocks. Yeah, that's my, that's my, hey, that's, hey, I'm going to be, I'm going to be totally honest with you. A lot of the stuff, like with my editing, a lot of the stuff that you, I don't know if you noticed from the beginning when I first started out, that was me always doing the editing with the episodes up until carbon TV. Uh-huh. Got us, uh, that was that was me doing a lot of the editing and bro, me and bro just sitting in front of the, the computer and just doing it ourselves. But like Chip gave me a lot of pointers in the beginning. I can yeah. honestly say that from like from the from the beginning, he would just let me know like, hey, just stay along the lines of this. You guys are doing great. Make sure you don't disrespect this. Don't make sure you stay in the guidelines of this because people are watching you. And even though you guys are having fun, you know right. it's it, it just. You know, take make sure that you continue to take it as serious as you are. Don't change who you are. For sure. Well, Chip last year was saying he was like, "Dude, you have to get these guys." Here. I think he had talked to you guys about it. I don't know if you remember that at all. He said he did. Yes, he yes yes he did. Yes, he did. He was trying, and, and that's when I told him, "I'm like, man, listen, I want to be Peter Van. <laughs> I'm trying to be. I'm trying to be the dude. I'm trying to be the dude with the arrow, man. I'm trying to. I'm. I'm, I'm serious. I'm really into the boat. I'm really into the, into the bow hunting. Let's I talk about that, man. Hunt. Let's talk about it. Because, yeah, let's get right into it, man. Because we are bow hunting podcast. Yeah, we, we are. Might as well touch on it. That's the thing. There's going to be a, a lot of our regular listeners are going to be like, well, this is more fishing guys, but not 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 necessarily because you guys are getting into the bow hunting thing and and the hunting thing in general. And it's cool to kind of. That's one thing I want to talk to you guys about is your. Um, you're new, relatively new to the game of archery and bow hunting and stuff, and, and kind of what's that experience like, and, and where do you want to go with it? Like he said, we want to be Peter Pan. We <laughs> go out there and, and hunt with the with, with the professionals. I, I'm just from going hunting out there in Michigan and using a gun. Since I came back, I didn't stocked up on just a gun. As soon as we get into the bows, I already know what's going to happen. I'm going to have bows. He's going to have bows. We're going to be stepping over arrows, just like with the fishing poles. We're passionate <laughs> about it. It's the outdoors. So I'm stuck on hunting. I'm I'm really stuck on I can't wait till uh, the season comes. And it opens on his birthday every fucking year. <laughs> <laughs> That's yep. awesome, man. I'm loving that. That that was that was like an omen to me. Like, see, this is what I should have been doing. Man, it's I'll like, tell like you I right said, now, bow hunting's like, crazy, man. And the more you do it, You'll get into it on your birthday, especially if oh, it'll yeah. strive you to go to kill a big buck on your birthday every year. But the more you get into it and the deeper you get into archery and bow hunting in general, like you'll find yourself just falling in love with archery alone as its own sport. And then you'll find yourself so deeply engulfed in bow hunting and bow hunting techniques that you just, you're so deep down the rabbit hole. You don't know how to get out of it. 
And you could get the best of both worlds. I'm, I'm already there. Bow fishing, too. I'm so. already there. Yeah, bow fishing, <laughs> man. Yeah, yeah. You guys yeah. ever bow fished? No. Nah, we, I've seen it done, but I haven't done it. I had some guys do it right next to me, knocking the carp's heads off. Oh. Man, you, y'all know, y'all know, y'all know our slogan, right? Everybody here knows our slogan. For those of you who don't, Any, continue. <laughs> anything, anything, everything, man. Anything, everything. I don't care what it is, outdoor, fishing, whatever it is that got to do with outdoor, we want to get into it. I mean, we want, oh, yeah. it's, it's like we're sparked. It's like, it's, right. it's, I don't know. I'm, I mean, I'm pretty sure everybody here and everybody that's listening. That, that that has any type of passion for whatever it is, whether it's out with the bus or getting on 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 a, on a board or I mean whatever it is, you know what I'm saying? That help or I mean whatever it is, it's like when you get that when you get that fire up under you, it's like it's it's lit forever. So let, let, not going anywhere. Yeah. So, so let me ask you this: you know, you guys um you guys came from from Santa Monica, you know, in uh, in Venice and things, and now you're. You found yourself talking to a couple of hillbillies from the middle of Illinois, yeah, you know, because it, it, you found a passion for the outdoors. Uh, what do you, do you wish that maybe this would have happened earlier in your life, or are you really happy that you found it now? Or what what are you kind of thinking uh, about you know the future too? I wish we would have never disconnected and stayed together. I would say I would say it was a combination of both. First off, I'm a firm believer in God. I mean, I'm not against anybody or what you know what I'm saying, denomination or whatever religious background that they have or I'm a firm believer in God. It's like I know that everything was designed the way that it is on purpose. Because a lot of the times it's like, you know, I can reach people that my brother may not be my brother can reach people that I may not be able to reach. And vice versa. So it's like the connections and everything that's happening, I feel like it is perfect. It's a lot of right. it's a lot of uh, disunity in this country right now alone. I just I mean I just I mean it's it's it's, it's like right there in our face. And I mean this is something that can unify people. I know it may seem small for people right now, but it's like it's already it's already happened. You go on any one of our social media sites, you are seeing people interact with people that they would probably walk past in the street and you know what I'm saying and never said anything to in their life. Or been on the river and just gotten a boat and passed by them. I know a lot of people that are out here interacting in groups of fishing groups that were separated to where it's like it's a diverse culture in each one of these fishing. It's like mm. to see to see that and to see the impact of what's happening. I believe that everything happened for a reason. Just like us meeting for. I mean, we were in a dead end contract before before this. We had a contract like after the second episode with the uh, company. I'm not gonna speak on their name, but they showed us because they didn't know what to do. Oh, really? But it's like, yeah, they shelved us for a whole year. I mean, my brother was like, you know what? We're not going to give up. We knew what we had. Right. We so, knew what we had. For sure. For, for how does it right. feel being on that uh, the new platform, the Carbon TV, that uh, allows you just to do the unedited show and uh, keep doing your thing? Man, and that's, that's, that's what we love about Carbon TV. You know what I'm saying? Carbon TV is like, for sure, for sure, a perfect meal. It's like, you know, David David is a guy that believes in those follow fuck. A lot of people would not do it. You know, so to me, it was like a perfect deal. It was like someone just like us. Even though we come from two totally, totally different backgrounds, we are the same. Our passions are the same. We all have the same goal of uniting people and basically having fun, man. Huh? Making fun out of what it is we do. Making fun out of our occupation. Not making it so, you know, 
like like to break the monotony of what's going on. I mean, for sure, life is life is short. Life is short, and you have to smile. I mean, no matter how much the pain, what the, how, how painful the situation is, it's like no matter what emotion you choose to have at that time. Sometimes you can't change it. It is what it is. For sure. But if you laugh, if you're joking about it, it could actually change on how you feel about that situation. It could change a lot of things in that. Definitely, man. I mean, I think everyone's going to agree with you. I mean, it's it's just incredible, and you can tell definitely when you guys talk. You kind of at the beginning start joking around, and then at the, it, getting to this point in the episode, you can tell you guys really care about this and you're passionate about it. And it's it just makes it adds more weight behind of seeing you guys blow up the way that you have, and um, it's just incredible, man. Yeah, it, those guys blew up. They were on Tosh Point recently. Let's talk about Tosh Dude, Point you guys were on Tosh Point oh, man. That was the great. Bo-po. That was, yeah, that was the Bo-po. The Bo-po. <laughs> now, that honestly, was it was like, yeah, it was. It was real fun. I mean, you know, Tosh, I don't, you know, if you're familiar with Tosh, Tosh, like, he's up and down with things. Like, some things, he, he, he clowns you, he jokes about things. He actually he reached out to us, and their company reached out to us and let us know, like, they were fans. And that was incredible to hear. Like, okay, well, you guys are fans. Like, yeah, we're fans. Like, we're not going to, you know, we want people to get more behind you. Like, we're not going to just come in and just spook you guys. We're going to actually make it like how we want, how you guys are playing. You guys are having fun, but you're serious about what you're doing. Right. We'll make life, make fun of it the same way. So it was like the response is ridiculous. Like, I mean, like, we've got thousands of views since it's been on there, like, thousands of hundreds of friends requests just coming out of everywhere. I'm like deleting friends. Like, okay, I haven't talked to you in a while. So <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. You're just a stripper from that third strip club on 4th Street. Yeah, I don't need you anymore. Oh, man, no. That's on Gleason, man. It's on Gleason. <laughs> that's on Gleason. That's the awesome. Strip club, the third strip club, the other stripper that's been hitting me in my inbox. <laughs> we just joking, bro. We just joking. So you've got strippers hitting you up. That's how you know you made it when you when strippers DM you. That's how you know. No, that's, no, no. When you, when somebody grandmother hits you up, no. that's when you know you made it. It's like hold on, like then you go and you're like, who is this? And you know they got like this weird picture as the profile picture. And then you go in and she's out with the grandkids. You're like, damn, I'm that old. <laughs> I'm either that old or that popular. That's, that's oh yeah, no, she's inviting you oh, over. Yeah, for that's, I mean, yeah, that's why I'm just joking. But I'm like, that's that's the point where it's at right now. Like, I mean, we love the we love the family support. I mean, even the guys that come at us sometimes, you know, we get the troll just like everyone else. And even them, you know, we cordial about it. It's like no need to go back and forth with for someone that's not understanding our mission or our vision. It's like the vision will it, it will come out. Just like when we were shelled by the company that we were with for a year we just we kept going because it's like we will we're relevant we're relevant and it shows in everything yeah. that we're doing it shows in the response it shows how everything is still going viral and it's almost been two years and it's still viral episodes that are coming up repeated i bet they the bet that company still wishes they had you now we ain't going nowhere <laughs> yeah, we ain't going nowhere. They fans. They probably fans too. You know, they 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 still love us. Oh yeah, they should be. There was a few people be. over there that you know. It was a few people over there that that were actually good people and they understood what was going on. But it was like you know they weren't the people in charge. So it is. What yeah. Well, we have a couple of questions here. Uh, one of our friends of the show, uh, Cameron Tank, he he wanted to know what's the biggest sturgeon that you've ever caught. Fourteen and a half feet. <laughs> that was a boat puller. 
Nope. Say it again, bro. 14 and a half feet. We know it because it got up next to the boat. We didn't get to land it or anything, but yeah, about 14. I'm going to put a half on there because you know I got a, that, that's that fisherman lie. So I'm going to lie about the extra okay. half a so, foot, but listen, it was about 14 and a half. <laughs> listen, I don't know anything about sturgeon, man. I, I honestly don't. I'm, I'm not a fish, but I'm not into it like you guys are. I'm, I'm a bow hunter. That's where my whole passion is. I didn't know they got that big. They get bigger than that. <laughs> what's like? What's like a record sturgeon? How big was that one up at? Uh, I think the record was like twenty six feet up at Bonneville, wasn't it, bro? They got, they got some huge. Steve, they got some huge. They used to, they, the Indians used to pull them out with horses and rope. That's how big they are. Are you serious? <laughs> no, are you messing with me right now? <laughs> no, you can look no. up. Go look up Bonneville Dam, and you'll see all of it right there. We we were actually at a, on the American Elements episode. We were standing. That's Bonneville Dam. We were standing right next to that tank. And Herman is probably like fuck. What ten feet? Longer, longer than that. that. Yeah, he was longer than that. And that he was about twelve feet itself. Yeah, that motherfucker was huge. Wow. <laughs> and then bro got pictures. He does have pictures of that. I think I don't know on which one one of his social media sites he do got pictures of the one that was sitting next to the boat. And it was long Yeah, that's one of them. Boat. Yeah, that's one of them. They wow. get big. That's incredible, man. I, I didn't know. I don't know anything about them. But I just, that's why I call them a dinosaur ass fish. They get old as <laughs> old as your grand uh, as your granddaddy or something. They just old. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll take you guys out there and catch one of them damn old ass fish. I would, dude. That would be so much fun. I would love that. I, I don't know what I would do. I'd be freaking out. All right, honestly. I'm looking at pictures of sturgeon. There's, <laughs> there's two dudes holding them. There's a, there's a, a picture where there's like nine dudes holding them. One, two, <laughs> yeah, they get three, big. Five, five, yeah, they get, they get huge. If you guys took me they out on a huge. boat. And and I caught a huge sturgeon like that. I'd be freaking out, screaming, and then you'd have the game warden after you because you'd have some little white kid in your boat freaking out. I know that a lot of the times with bow hunting, you're not in the blind. You're right there. You're sitting up in a tree or right. you're like right in the bushes or hiding up under a little tent with some camouflage on it. I don't know how that's going to help you. Like, you better be like dead shot or something. Yep. Like, <laughs> I'm like, you. that's an adrenaline rush, especially when you go out there and you're doing it and getting on help and stuff like that. I'm like, damn, they crazy. Well, hell yeah! I just seen him on TV walk right up on him. I probably would have ran with the boat. <laughs> well, yeah. let me. T- th- I shot my buck this year, guys, at six yards with a bow. So it, six it's a- yards away. Yeah, six yards. So it's it's a close up game, man. I mean, it's twenty yards and closer with a bow. Now let me ask you this question: How much did how much did the buck weigh? How much did it weigh? Yeah, how much how much did the buck weigh? I'd say uh, dressed weight. I bet you he was uh, probably in the one eighties, one nineties. Dressed probably, probably in two twenty, two thirty live weight. Which man? How much do you weigh? How much do I weigh? How much do you weigh? <laughs> uh, probably like one seventy five, one eighty. And you in this house with a, with one shot because you don't got to see that. That's why. That's what I'm saying. I got a I got a different respect for you because it's like if you miss. 
That's your ass, That's Mr. Your ass. <laughs> That's your ass, Mr. Hold your wheels. Hold the wheels. Well, boys, let me tell you. Now, what do you, what do, you do if you miss? Have you ever missed and had a get on you or a bear? Because no. I see people go out here and get on, these, get on every type of animal with these, with these fucking bows. And I'm like, now that takes courage right there. No, it's a lot. Of, I've missed deer from the ground and I've I've had them run past like my direction, but I've never felt like I was charged or anything like that. But uh, you talk about the weight of the animal, the biggest buck I've ever shot, biggest weight buck I've ever shot. Um, it dressed like with the guts out of it hanging was two twenty dress. Yeah, but you've been have you ever have you ever got like a, a lion, a tiger, a bear, bro? You supposed to say, "Oh my!" Like, did <laughs> oh, you get no, one of them? No, no, I ain't saying, oh, no, I'm saying hell to the no. I'm like, have you ever got like a, a, a cougar or a bear with a bow? Anybody? No, none of us here have it. Um, but some of our buddies from um, Respect the Game, there it's a TV or a TV show on uh, Sportsman's Channel. They just went on a bear hunt and they killed three bears within. 10 minutes of each other or something uh, yeah and they were like on the ground with uh, with with these bears like within like 12 yards yeah he yeah. sent me a screenshot he's at full draw with his bow on the ground and the bear is facing him at 10 yards oh hell no i kind of like the bear shit though i'll be watching it on tv they feel like the garbage can it's like they bait them they, they put the bait out there for the bear and the bear come mm-hmm. yeah that's it's, crazy yeah, that's- shit that's what they that have to do, is crazy man. to me. That's why I'm like, I mean, just think about that. You in you, this is not a neighborhood where there's a liquor store on the corner or a corner market or anything like that. You are in their habitat. You right. are where they know they know where every tree is. They know what branches is on the ground that they just had. They know these things, and it's like, I mean, that takes courage. I mean, I'm serious. My hats off. I respect you guys. I'm like, that's that's something that I, I admire and I really want to get into. And I want to know what bow should I buy to start off with. I mean, the crossbow, David has already blessed me, and he got he's been showing me how to shoot that and everything. But I need to get into a a, a regular bow now. You need All to right. get an elite. Let me tell you, like yeah, yeah you, you met our buddy TJ Unger. Uh, yeah, a month you did. Ago. <laughs> T- TJ shoots yeah, the same. TJ, that's my bird. dude, man. Yeah, I like TJ. TJ. He's been he's been a huge support to us, man. I, I like TJ, man. I like, I like I go hunt really. with TJ. Yeah, T- yeah he, and he said he was going to take a ton, so. Yeah, TJ shoots the same brand as we do, so we all shoot Elite Archery. EliteArchery.com. EliteArchery. Yep. EliteArchery.com. Yep. And what, I mean, what, what would you suggest, like, as a starter, like, or, or if somebody is asking me that's interested also, like, what what type of boat would, would you suggest, like, for a, a beginner? Uh, I mean, I, would, I, don't, I don't know if I should get a middle or something in the middle or something at the end, like the hardest one and start with that. No, the, well, it just, they're all different. So basically with you guys' passion, if I, you're going to continue what you're doing, and I know you guys are going to like stick with it and you want to learn the craft, any of the models would be fine. Um, like the Tempo, Option 6, Option 7. But the one thing that I would suggest is don't, don't get suckered into thinking you need to pull 70 pounds right away. You know, you can start at 40 pounds, 40 to 50 pound bow and have it at 40 pounds. Then as you move along, crank it down and, and get up to 50 pounds and then once you get more used to it go from 50 to 60 pounds and that's you know that's a really good when i've been so serious i've been so serious about this like i don't know if you know but since i got into this i've been working out at least four or five times a week just to get ready for it so yep. i'm not worried about the tension of the bow i'm just worried about 
which one should I get to kill? I want to be able to. To make sure I get that kill, I don't want to be getting killed by whatever it is. I'm out yeah. here. I don't want well, the hunter to become the hunter. Well, here, here on a on a serious note, you know, when you pulling back a bow, you're going to be working muscles that you can do tons of different exercises, and a lot of times you're not working those muscles. So it's just, it, it, you know, if you can't pull it back the first time, don't feel bad. You just got to keep doing it and doing it and doing it, um, and then eventually you'll be there. My, you know, my Kinda suggestion. Like sex. <laughs> That's right. It's a stamina you game. Work your way into it. Work your way into it. You're gonna skip that. Hey, I'll tell you what, man. I've been doing it for a while. I still can't figure it out. So you know, but that's. A... I'm taking your advice. <laughs> but you know, just just keep at it. Um, you know, go find a go find a dealer, an elite dealer where you are. You can you can Google them. Try out a couple different bows because you know I, I I could tell you to I could tell you to shoot one, but it may not feel the best. Y- you know, you just gotta you gotta try to. I mean, it, it's no different than like certain rods. I mean, you you may like how 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 a fish hits on a certain rod, but that doesn't mean that's the best rod for your buddy. You know, because he might have a different feel. So I was just about to say that it might just like fishing. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. just like fishing. The way I was taught, the way I was taught, because of my brother, I I, I fish with a left hand reel. I, I fish well. You know what I'm saying? I have to be on the left hand side, even though I'm 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 right handed. I was taught, to, and, and that's just my feel. So I understand what you're saying. See, yeah, right. and you had to learn that from experience. So yeah, go go out to a dealer, try a bunch of things, uh, try a couple different ones out. My my hunch is that the impulse 31 is what both of you guys will end up owning that's just a hunch of mine because it, it's just such a good bow but i could be wrong uh, impulse 31 impulse 31 yeah 31 well, i don't know if i want to i don't know if i want to go off impulse though i'm just clowning i'm just clowning <laughs> but i'm like well, impulse well, gonna have it and then the, i don't want to be the dude that's like the video where they got that put up and the deer is whooping the dude <laughs> kicking his head and stuff. I don't want to be that guy. Well, hey, I think he was a dummy. He put some shit on himself. He's a dummy. But the best thing to do, man, is just go to a like go go to an archery shop, try them out, and, and get what's good for you, man. That's the best thing to do. Find find where they deal elite archery, shoot them all, and then pick. Man, the background noise is killing me right now. Oh boys. man, what what is it? I'm, sorry, I'm, I'm about to, I'm about to mute it. I had to pick my daughter up. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, just go go to a bow shop, try out. All the elites, man, and then just pick what's right for you. But uh, we have another question from uh, little little Billy Johnson. Writes, um, he wants to know what's better <laughs> in your <laughs> little Billy Johnson. He wants to know what's better, live bait or artificial. It all depends on what you're fishing for. If you fish it for something that that you know, I like live bait. In the Midwest, and it all it all depends on what you're fishing for. You can't use we can't use live bait out here on the West Coast except for worms. But when I was in the Midwest, in California, like, California, California, you can use it. In well, California, you can use it in different. Uh, it all depends on what kind of fish you're fishing for. What are you guys' favorites? What are you? I mean, what are you fishing for? What's uh, what's your go-to? Anything, anything and everything. Anything and everything. <laughs> I love that. Whatever is biting, man. I don't care what's, what's biting on the bottom of it. As long as I can pull it in, it's just the experience. Just like we were saying before, just like with hunting. That's how we feel about hunting. We want to do everything from the barman hunt zone. I mean, we want to we want to do everything that's outdoors. I'm like, we're really sparked. One more. All right, we got we got a couple more questions, and, and we'll uh, we'll be in closing here. 
What's your dream fishing trip right now? <laughs> Alaska. Alaska. Really? I want to go to Alaska. What about? I would say the same. What about hunting trip? Probably Alaska too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not even though I'm honestly I'm gonna be I honest on like Michigan. I was just about to say honestly I want to get on a boar like with a knife like them dudes that go track them down with the knife and. <laughs> Yes. The, the, the dog, and I want to get on the fish and fishing. Honestly, I want to do a noodling. I want to. I want to go noodling. What was that? I, I didn't catch that. Noodling. Oh, noodling. Oh, you want to go noodling, hogging? That's is, that, is that what they call it? A hogging around here? Maybe that uh, sketches me out, man. I couldn't have a catfish just bite on my. No, uh, no, <laughs> hell no. That I'm bringing my rod to that one. <laughs> I just want to do it for the experience. I'm a drilling junkie. Hey, I'll, I'll make you a deal. I'll go with you guys if you go doodling, but I'll be on the boat with a bow fishing reel. Yeah. <laughs> I think Crocky going to be up there with you. Crocky, like, he didn't even want to do the shark. <laughs> well, yeah. Let's hey, make you know an episode what? I'm a out of it. Fisherman. Dude, the only way I'm going noodling is if I get the adamantium claws like Wolverine had. So if I'm noodling and one bites me, yeah. They don't got teeth, though. How they going to bite you? Yeah, I don't care. Yeah, they, they don't got put your mouth on me. They probably numb some skin off. It's like falling off a skateboard from what people tell me. Oh, shit. When I was watching their shows, I see a lot of people bleeding on that shit. Yeah, that's what I see, too. <laughs> yeah, well, you're going to see me with, like, I'm going to pull it up and I have, like, three claws coming out and it... Yeah, no, well, I'm saying is we just need to talk to Carbon TV and be like, we're, we're going to go noodling. Bring um, the working class bow hunter podcaster along. They're going to come with, but they're all just going to be on the boat with bow fishing reels, and <laughs> they're going to watch me get bit by a catfish, and then uh, it's just going to get crazy after that. I don't know, man. I couldn't do it. I mean, <laughs> if someone talked me into it, I could probably do it, but just... <laughs> He said just get bit by a cat. I'd rather get bit by a catfish than get stung by the little things on the side. Oh, <laughs> oh hell yeah. 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 Right. Any day. One more thing. I, um, well, in closing, what's the reaction that people have in the industry to you guys openly just smoking on a boat? Like, what, what's, <laughs> what do people say? Has it been negative? Has it been positive? Or has it been neutral? Like, nobody really says anything about it? Everybody are saying as the episodes come on, they're firing it up. That's all. Whether you believe yeah. it or not, it's about five five to one Americans that are smoking weed. Probably listening to the probably about five to one in your podcast right now. Got a bowl going. Nope, you're, probably, yeah. you're probably right. We get more, we, we get more blood tests from boat to boat. Hey, I'm pulling up on them at offering us weed now. I'm gonna tell you like this: when my grandmother had to hit the smoke some with me, I knew right then. I said, "You know what? No, this ain't the this, yeah." She just oh yeah, you yeah. Smoke yeah. your grandma. <laughs> She was like, it's some dope, but not her. She started having pain with her knee. And my brother was telling him, like, with his condition, my brother has HS. He has a skin condition. And that's the only thing, like, outside of the medication they was giving him. The medication will give him, like, that, that it makes him, like, want to stay on the medication. You know, with the, with the, with the, with the marijuana, it made her feel better. Right. Oh, yeah. She actually felt, she said it made her feel better. It made her, you know, it took away the pain and she didn't have to have addiction or say all of these outrageous numbers for these prescription drugs that she was taking. She stopped and started actually medicating. 
Yeah, man, it, we I didn't mean, we don't mean to sound like that we're like anti weed. We're definitely I'm definitely myself, Kurt speaking. I am pro marijuana, completely 100. percent I don't think there's anything wrong with it. Um, I just I had to ask that question as it's it's a new thing. You don't see it in our outdoor industry a lot. No, you, you don't. You really don't. There's a lot of people I know that that are uh, open to the idea of it, but they just, it's not an open thing on on TV like that. And I was I was just curious what the reaction was to it. Hoping now, that it your reaction. Now I got a question. Let me ask a, a, a question on that one too. Then, yeah, yeah. what is your feeling about people out in the outdoors with a rifle and a beer? Rifle and a deer, or in a beer? Yeah. Oh, in a beer? Yeah. In a beer. In a beer? A uh, rifle? Like yeah. Out drinking beer and shooting rifles at deer? I'm, I'm like, no, I'm saying like, period, like this outdoors with a drink or fishing anything like that just on a boat with um, a beer. my opinion is you know if you're a responsible adult you use your own um you use the best judgment you have it, it's fine especially there you go. it's fine when hunting camp and, and same thing um with weed you know use your you're responsible man use your judgment um definitely don't go shooting a rifle drunk don't go shooting your bow drunk um I think that after you the hunt with your boys in camp, do whatever you'd like to relax. Um, See, that's exactly we. That's exactly what we feel about the weed. That's all I wanted to say because it's just like I mean that's all it is. It's not like we just out mm-hmm. here just you do it in moderation. Whatever it is that you're doing, you don't do it to the yeah. point to where it's like you you it, it stops or halters your your judgment. You know, you want to still be a sound judgment when you're doing whatever it right. is. Well, the thing is too, man, and people forget. You know it. You could look at alcohol as a drug. You can look at it that way. You can look at weed as a drug, but what are you going to call sugar? Sugar's a drug, and sugar's in everything. And and in my opinion, sugar's worse for you than weed is. So it's science would say yes. So it's strangely enough, it's just the way that our society has has played all this stuff out, and people are going to think that I'm ridiculous. But honestly, it's there's everything's a drug if you break it down into what you can abuse anything. You can abuse sugar. Kids are definitely addicted to sugar. You don't think caffeine, especially caffeine's the worse than anything, man. There's babies that have caffeine yeah, withdrawals. Yeah, but you cannot abuse listening to the working class bow hunter podcast. That is science. I just wanted to throw that out there. <laughs> and you cannot abuse uh, watching Noter on uh, Carbon TV either. So those two things you can't abuse. Just want to throw those out there. That's right. It's not a drug. <laughs> it's medicine. It's medicine. It's medicine. It'll make your joints feel good. No pun intended. <laughs> it relaxes the mind. Boy, whatever it is that whatever it is that you're doing is just like what you said. It's whatever that's it's whatever it is that you're doing, you got to stay with a sound judgment. It's like the response that we get from it is, like I said, it's a lot of it's a lot of people like, hey, blaze one, and I'm blazing one. Why are you shooting the episode right now? While I'm watching, I love it. It's like a ninety it's ninety eight percent. Uh, the people that are responding to, or, or most people don't even pay attention or say anything to it. Boys, I got another question for you here. Oh, this is coming from Little Billy Johnson himself. This is Brian. Uh, Brian. Oh, Brian. <laughs> oh, because hey, Billy sent the guy. This is right, a hot topic. Um, Mayweather or McGregor? Ooh. McGregor in the UFC. McGregor in, in the UFC MMA fight, but in boxing, he's going to get killed. Ooh. He set himself up, but I wouldn't. I would have went and got the check too. He can hit me in my face for that much shit. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's right. That's I'll right. let him whoop my ass for two rounds for that kind of money. 
You ain't never lied. Just, just step on me. <laughs> Man, you ain't got to do that. I'm, I'm probably going there in the wind and knock me out. I'll be the dude that never fights again. But that, for that so, right there, you, well, I wouldn't even get you guys. <laughs> You guys are absolutely awesome, man. I, I seriously, I got to thank you guys for doing our podcast. It, it means a lot to us. Carbon TV, Carbon TV helped line this up. Um, they've been great to us. We appreciate it. We appreciate it. I mean, for having us. Thanks for having us. You know, this is not the last time we're going to talk to you guys on a podcast. There ain't no way we're letting this be a one-time thing. <laughs> but Let's hey, do it. Well, we pray, I pray not. I pray not. Hopefully, the next time we like, man, did you see when I hit that turkey? And it's Gizzard. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's exactly what I want to happen, man. You guys are awesome. We 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 really do appreciate you guys. Um, you guys are hilarious, but you're passionate and you and you're spreading the good word. And uh, I don't know what anyone else could ask out of you, man. That's incredible. Um, I hope people that didn't know who you were before this podcast now have a better understanding of who you are and uh, enjoy the hell out of your show like we all do. Um, Carbon TV, CarbonTV.com. Um, they're doing great things. It's like Netflix, but hunting shows and fishing shows for free. If you have an email, you can watch Carbon TV anytime you want. It's incredible. Except you have a Lycos. Who still has that? So all of y'all that want to get that crappy fix, all y'all want to get that crappy fix and and team lick it again, go on and make sure you tune in. Download that app. You can watch it on your phone. I mean, damn, you can take us with you anywhere you go, 24 hours a day at CarbonTV.com. I mean, damn, let's go. It's free. But where where can people buy your gear? We got a few different, well, we got a couple places now. I think Carbon TV opened up a store uh, for us, and then we got, you can go to uh, NODR Apparel uh on our Facebook and buy uh, apparel there too. And we got a company called Anything Everything's where we make a lot of outdoor gear, just a lot of fishing shirts and hunting shirts for kids and adults. Cool. We'll link all or of that in the description. Or you can house and his address is 4558. <laughs> <laughs> I'm clowning. <laughs> 4558. Okay, what's his phone number? Can you throw his phone number out there? Yeah, too? go ahead and throw that. <laughs> Social security number? And his mother's maiden name? <laughs> You ain't going to get much but a fishing license. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm about to have a brand new TV from Best Buy. What are you talking about? <laughs> uh, copy, copy ain't got the best credit. He doesn't know how to catch fish. It's <laughs> <laughs> all that matters sometimes. <laughs> no, guys, we'll link all those uh, all those links in to where people can find your gear. And we have everything from Carbon TV, all your shows on that link in the description of the episode of the podcast. Thank you guys so much. we got to thank everyone for listening to the podcast. Hope you love these guys. We sure do. We'll catch you next time. We got a lot in store for you. A lot of big things are coming up. Hunting season is coming quick. You better be getting ready. Yeah. And you know what to do. Go shoot your bow. We love you.